Welcome, sports fans, to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Ascension Providence, Myatt Fuels, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, Versalive Southwest Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. All right, it is Matt Mosley, the Matt Mosley Show on a Wednesday afternoon. Uh, a lot of excitement throughout the sports world and uh, some excitement in Baylor Bear Land. Now, some of that involves games tonight. Bears have an opportunity to go on the road to West Virginia, the men, and try to get things done. That's an early start this evening. We're going to have to be very fast-paced. Aaron, I, I, I kind of like to ease into things. You know that. But today we've got to be we've got to be timely because we've got an early we've got the pregame starting for the Baylor men at 5:30 today, six o'clock tip, and that game is in Morgantown. And so we'll uh, we'll see how it goes. Bears need a. I mean, is there a team more desperate than the Bears? Aaron in college basketball right now. I mean, it's the team in, they're in playing. The whole, <laughs> in, in the whole scheme of things, yeah, West Virginia maybe. But I mean, nobody honestly. Huggins is a great coach, and West Virginia has been a pretty good program over the years. But let's not act like people were just had a, a huge expectations for West Virginia. Now let me look at this. Oh my gosh, Aaron, as we get ready here. And we'll get you at 420, just so you know, and then we'll also do it in Campus Confidential. Baylor does have a quarterback. Aaron, do you have that information? I feel like that should be I – mean, I want you to break that news story. So, uh, you know, if you when you have the sounder ready, let's do that. Because I – oh, yes. Aaron is stepping into the newsroom. And I like where – what part of Texas this young man comes from. I like the college program he's been a part of. News started to break, I don't know, last night around 9 o'clock, 9.30. Aaron, a rare time. You know, you anytime you do try to put the phone away, spend a little time with the family, something <laughs> something does hit. Got me and, texting uh, you. <laughs> at least, well, no, in this case, I truly put, you, I don't think you heard back from me until this morning. I mean, I put, no, that's the, phone, true. I put the phone away. And, uh, and unfortunately, oh, man, that has led to me in recent years missing out on some breaking news. I was in a swimming pool. Okay, but anyway, Aaron, let's go to the newsroom. And we have a breaking news. Aaron has stepped into the situation room. This is the ESPN Central Texas situation room. And, Aaron, what is the news? And who's our, who's our new man? It is Sawyer Robertson, a transfer from Mississippi State who committed to Baylor last night. He had several other offers, including TCU, but picked Baylor. He was a four-star prospect in the 2021 class, rated the number 21 overall prospect in Texas and the number 16 overall prospect, uh, quarterback prospect in the country, according to 24-7's composite rankings. He went to... Uh, 
he'll have uh, three years of eligibility left. He went to high school, if I can find it. Uh, Lubbock Coronado. Lubbock Coronado, where he just put up video game numbers uh, as a quarterback at Lubbock Coronado. So a big get for Baylor, especially with uh, the situation they had in their quarterback room. They now have a an experienced, highly recruited player coming in to add depth and to challenge Blake Shapen for the starting job in the take, spring. Take that, Oregon. How do you <laughs> like that? How do you like them apples? All right. You can have Novasad. We want Sawyer Robertson. Oh, Aaron, and did you say he was looking at the frogs? He was taking a long look at those horned frogs, and apparently he said if they had a, been able to keep it within 40, he would have gone to <laughs> No, I'm kidding. I'm, oh. Come on, frogs. Come on, frogs. <laughs> they kept it within 50. Oh, goodness. Oh, man, this one, this one. My man Simcox is out there right now listening to the program where it's he fuming. used to be the producer and on-air talent. And this would have been a good get for TCU. Also for the Simcox family. They have a Sawyer in the family. In the Simcox family, we have Bradley Sawyer. I mean, it, this is a, it's a very growing, I mean, every time I look up, there's a new Simcox member of the family. Um, anyway, there is a Sawyer involved in that family. And so that would have been a, that would have been kind of cool for him to have his son's name, you know, playing at TCU. Now he'll have to deal with the young man playing for the Baylor Bears. I think he'll be supportive of anybody named Sawyer. All right, Aaron, I'm excited about this. And, I mean, it just gives you just a tad bit. TCU's had such a magical season. The fact that the Bears won out over the Frogs. And then, Aaron, when the when the young man was coming out of Lubbock Coronado, as I recall, I don't have this in front of me right now, but, I mean, USC, I mean, there were some big-time schools. Arkansas, I mean, there were some – there are some names that people would recognize that wanted this young man's services. That year, I believe he was the 22nd quarterback in the country. And pretty high up in Texas, like as far as like, you know, the, the list of prospects or whatever, he was high up and he was a, he was a, a four-star. <clears throat> and the way I understand it, our own Kevin Longquist has been on the phone with him today. Hey Sawyer, this is this is Kevin. What's up? What's up? You think he talked to him about like Minnesota Vikings football? Always want to make sure Kevin stays on task. Kevin will be jumping on with us at four twenty, and uh, he'll have some inside information. Kevin uh, Longquist, my longtime friend and associate, is with Rivals. Rivals dot com. Aaron, after today's announcement, or last night's announcement, Kevin now has Sawyer Robinson as a five-star. <laughs> <laughs> Real quick, um, speaking, uh, we, we will have Kevin on uh, coming up in, in, a, in a few minutes. Um, the rivals' rankings for Sawyer coming out of high school, the number nine quarterback in the country, number 31 in the state, and 206 nationally, so he was... Uh, a part of the Rivals National 250. 
the, his senior year. Again, big pickup. And, uh, I, man, I wish I'll have to go back and look to, to give credit to whoever tweeted it, but I saw a tweet that said that Robertson and the Arkansas transfer receiver uh, yeah. were th- yeah, – key, key, uh, like Keytron, um, yeah, I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, sorry, Jackson. I'm blanking on the yeah. – yeah, Keytron Jackson okay. yeah. Uh, are the two highest-rated prospects coming out of high school. They transferred, obviously, but they're the two highest-rated uh, high school prospects on Baylor's – or will be when they're both on campus on Baylor's roster. <laughs> I like it. I like that. Rivals. Well, I can't. Kevin may update some of this stuff. This will be good. We'll get Kevin Longquist's take on this situation. Now, Aaron, uh, of course, I was talking about basketball earlier. Men are in Morgantown. Six o'clock tip. Here, here, uh, Nunley, and and uh, and here, here, of course, uh, the great John Morris. And the call will go out today at six o'clock. All right, five thirty, and then the women. Aaron, that'll be a 7 o'clock tip-off against Oklahoma State. And that's where, boy, one of the hottest players in the country right now will be featured in that game. And, of course, I'm talking about Sarah Andrews. And we're hoping to have Sarah on in the next day or two, Thursday or Friday. We'll try to have Sarah on. Also, gonna uh, we're endeavoring to have uh, Mac Rhodes on to talk about the uh, new group of advisors. Aaron, did I ever say that yesterday? Like, we got those new advisors for the Baylor NIL, so Baylor NIL. And I, I know some of these guys, and they've given tons of money to Baylor. And uh, and then one of them it happens to be a good friend of mine. <laughs> and so I, and he's been on with us, you know, when he gave the money for the uh, Fudge, the, Jer- the uh, Fudge Operations Center, the Football Operations Center, Jeremy Fudge. I said, Jeremy, let's. Can you jump on with us since he was named to this NIL board, advisory board? And he said, can't, can't do it. I'm in Antarctica. <laughs> I mean, that's a far-flung, what do you think he's up to? Antarctica. Like, what do people do? Eric, can you go there and, like, is there, like, a restaurant scene in Antarctica? Or can you go, do you go and just kind of go <laughs> on hikes and stuff? I mean, is it, is that a place, I don't even know, like, the Antarctica Airport, does the Southwest fly there? Like I'm just, I don't, I don't know much about. It. Have you ever had a friend who's traveled to Antarctica? I haven't. I've seen a little bit of some document of some documentaries about it, and from what I can tell, it's so cold, you have to stay inside most of the time. So, if you're in Antarctica, yeah. You think he packed a jacket? I'm sure he did. Okay, I hope uh, I hope he did and is fully equipped and ready to be there. But uh, we'll we'll be visiting. Baylor is getting getting very uh, heavily involved in name, image, and likeness. Aaron, I, apparently they didn't they didn't say what Dabo said. What did Dabo say recently? We we've had nil a long time. We're 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 made in the image of of Christ. I like that. I like a good, that's a good Sunday school um, way to look at that. We're in the image. I think he said we're in the image of God. But, uh, boy, Dabo, getting with it there. Aaron, I, I read a story from one of our friends in The Athletic today and said that Georgia has always been <clears throat> the best job in the country 
And what has happened now is that Kirby, they've matched the greatest job in the country with the right coach. And, boy, they think Georgia's going to stick around for a long, long time. You know, they could have had that one. They got beat in the last seconds for that one national title. Aaron, think about that. Kirby could be sitting here with three national titles in seven years as head coach. This is, I mean, are we, Saban's still got to be number one right now. Kirby number two. Aaron, who do we have three? Do we have Dabo three? Uh, Yeah, we had Dabo. They're falling off, it looks like, especially recruiting, but um, they're still going to be obviously really good in the foreseeable future. And then it, right. then it got kind of cloudy. Yeah. <laughs> it was pretty easy naming the top three. Number four, Chip Kelly, UCLA. <laughs> <laughs> no, Brian Kelly, though, got 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 He's got to be up there. I mean, I don't like the man. He's a he's a he's a he's a mean guy. He's a snarly man. He's petty. Terrible dancer. Uh, he's mean-spirited. He dances in weird ways. He sneaks up behind players to dance. But you got to give him credit. <laughs> I also, and Jim Harbaugh's a top five coach in in oh, college football. Yeah, we got to give we got to give Harbaugh his due. And then I'm telling you, our man Sonny Dykes, he's dancing around the top ten right now with what he did. All right, we're Sark. Let's see. If he weren't at the University of Texas, Sark would be about the 28th best coach in the country. But he's at the University of Texas, so if he were ranked right now by ESPN, I think they'd have him like the 8th best coach in the country. (laughs) I think that's where they – where's Jimbo? See, I I don't blame – I think this this thing about Jimbo always being top 10 and then finish unranked, I think it's unfair to Jimbo. I mean, why don't we put it at the feet of the voters? If you're going to keep, I mean, the, Jimbo's doing something right for everybody to keep voting him top ten, even though he finishes unranked. I mean, it's not Jim. I mean, it's it's the voters' fault for they keep overval. You know, I, I just don't think it's fair to Jimbo. Let's put some of it on the voters. All right, Aaron. Also, I was looking at my predictor, and we'll get to we'll get to our man here in a minute. What do you think the ESPN matchup predictor has between Baylor and West Virginia tonight? Aaron, without looking, what percentage chance do you think they give West Virginia? 44. Now, they've got West Virginia 62.3% to win, Baylor 37.7%. Yikes. Yikes. Both teams 0-3. Man, you fall to 0-4 in this conference? I mean, I don't know, Aaron. I mean, yesterday Seth Davis was saying that the conference could get every team into the NCAA tournament. But, Aaron, at some point you're going to have to win a conference game, aren't you? <laughs> to be considered for the NCAA tournament, you gotta, you got to get one. Aaron, as I've always said, You've got to get one conference win before you can get two. Okay, that's just a that's a saying that I have, and I think I think our listeners really enjoy that kind of insight. All right, it's Matt Mosley show, ESPN Central Texas. As we get rolling on a Wednesday afternoon, it is sushi 
It's $5 sushi at most of your local grocery stores. Keep that in mind. I always try to be there for you, you, you know, our listeners. $5 sushi at most local grocery stores on Wednesdays. Get out there. Confirm that I'm right on this. I think you'll thank me later. And this is fresh. I like I like grocery store sushi. <laughs> Aaron, didn't you record me saying that one time? Or was that John? I think J-Mo. J- J-Mo pulled that out, yeah. <laughs> Half the time, J-Mo's just making fun of me with his, his enders. I like that, though. Just taking stuff out of context that you say it. I I I very much welcome that. As long as J-Mo's thinking of me, I feel fine, even if he's making fun of me. Okay, um, and uh, so that was the uh, predictor. Next, Baylor has a new quarterback. Is he the best quarterback in the conference or the second best? That's next. Baylor Bear Basketball, all season long with Pat and John, here on the home of the Bears. The Baylor men on the road to West Virginia this Wednesday. 5.30 for the countdown to tip-off, 6 p.m. tip-off Wednesday. Follow the defending back-to-back Big 12 champion Baylor Bears all season long, here on the home of Baylor Bear Basketball, ESPN Central Texas. Maya Fuel should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated, independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for their great pricing and quickest delivery, they also offer non-fee contract fuel. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107 or find them at MayaFuels.net. That's MayaFuels.net. How pain turned an avid outdoorsman into a frustrated indoorsman. Meet Ron. I was always active, fishing, swimming, hiking. Until his flat feet brought it all to a grinding halt. It is sharp pain shooting up your leg to your back. And the pain was just the beginning. When you're hurting, you can't move. So I ended up being a couch potato and my health declined. Fortunately, Ron had someone in his corner. My wife said, that's it. I'm going to take you to the Good Feet store where he was personally fitted for arch supports. I took one step, there was no back pain. I took another step, no knee pain. And after my second step, I went into my good feet dance. Today, he's grateful to be back in the great outdoors. I feel like a new person, thanks to the Good Feet store. See for yourself how arch supports can help you. Stop by for your free fitting or schedule one at goodfeet.com. Stop by the Good Feet store in the Central Marketplace in Waco and now in Temple. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas, football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, the 
Vitame Vos. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, Diamore Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. DMRA Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. Run, don't walk to the Baylor Line Foundation's annual membership drive. Sign up or renew your membership today at BaylorLineFoundation.com for a chance to win a basket of Baylor Line gear and more surprise giveaways. Members get exclusive discounts and opportunities with Baylor Line partner organizations. Plus, you'll get a new issue of the Baylor Line magazine delivered right to your mailbox. Support the voice of Baylor alumni since 1859 and the organization doing the most in the Baylor family. Become a Baylor Line Foundation member today at BaylorLineFoundation.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Lynch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Jerry Jones said on his weekly radio show yesterday the Cowboys game versus Tampa Bay has no impact if Mike McCarthy will return as the Cowboys head coach. Cowboys are on the road Monday night in the wild card round with a two and a half point favorite. Baylor adds a quarterback to the room in the form of transport portal. Mississippi State Sawyer Robinson from Lubbock Coronado has committed to the Bears. Mavericks lost to the Clippers last night 113 to 101. Mavs have the night off before facing the Lakers tomorrow night. Carlos Correa deal with the Twins is complete after passing the physical. The shortstop will have a six-year $200 million deal with the Twins. Baylor basketball tonight in West Virginia. Tip is at 6 o'clock, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Baylor women return to the Ferrell Center tonight to host Oklahoma State, trying to stay undefeated in the Big 12. Tip is at 7 o'clock, and you can hear that game on 104.9 FM. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It is the Matt Mosley show. Early tip tonight, six o'clock, pregame at five thirty. They will that will preempt the Matt Mosley show. There's almost nothing in life that can preempt it, but a Baylor game can do it. Kevin Longquist, I mean, he's a big enough name to preempt the <laughs> Matt Mosley show. And uh, Kevin joins me now. And um, Kevin, I tell you, this is a, a momentous uh, evening. For the Bears, and I know you've been in contact doing all your, kind of doing all, you're running all your traps, but the Bears end up with um, Sawyer Robertson as the transfer quarterback um, at uh, coming from Mississippi State, which I find very interesting because Mississippi State had another player from Rockwall that just transferred to Wisconsin, so uh, boy, Mike Leach and that gang had some very talented quarterbacks on their roster, and of course they were behind a really good quarterback in Will Rogers. Um, Kevin, what, what had you been hearing on the quarterback front? Did this catch you by surprise, or did, had you kind of been tipped off it was headed this uh, direction? What was your reaction last night? Well, uh, I kind of felt during the day on Monday that, I mean, I just been hearing from a couple of people that Baylor felt pretty good about its chances with them. I mean, it was an, if it was a 50, 50 proposition, if you will, between Baylor and TCU, because he visited both schools last week. He got to Baylor late Thursday night and then did the tour on Friday and Saturday. And then it was just a matter of, uh, what, uh, you know, what could, 
what could sell him on making the trip to come to Waco versus going to Fort Worth? And I think one thing that may have played into his played into Baylor's favor, like, which is kind of interesting about this. And, you know, Matt, I always use the phrase recruiting is weird. And I think in this case it was, he had never been to Waco in his life until that trip this past weekend, never. And the reason why he went to Fort Worth earlier was because he was familiar with Sonny Dykes' coaching staff when Sonny and his guys were over at SMU. And that's where he had the relationship with them in private previous years. But I think just the, the opportunity and maybe looking at the quarterback roster and that there might've been a better opportunity in Waco than there was in Fort Worth. And that's why he's going to be showing up on campus, uh, you know, this weekend in time for the spring semester, which starts on Tuesday. Well, isn't that going to be interesting? So you're, you're thinking that this could be, uh, maybe he's been assured that this will be an all out competition. And this is not, I mean, while Blake Shapin may have a leg up because of his experience to a certain extent, that, that he'll have a shot to, to truly compete for the starting job. Is that kind of is that the feeling you think Sawyer has coming into this? Well, if he doesn't, then he shouldn't have picked Baylor. I mean, I'll, I'll put it to you that way, uh, Matt, because every quarter, because I think, you know, any quarterback that evaluates the situation and feels like they've got an opportunity to really compete for this job, and given the way it all kind of, you know, ended for uh, Blake at the end of the year, at the end of this 2022 season, should give them that thought. Now, I mean, Blake has earned at least the idea of that he is the incumbent, but it shouldn't mean that he is the that he is a given to be the starter next year. And you've heard me say that on your show multiple times. But I think what you know, now the one the thing that that Blake does have over Sawyer is the fact that he does have division one. He does have P five experience. You know, Sawyer only has three games experience. He redshirted it in 2021 and he only got into a handful of games. He got into the competition to be the starter uh, at uh, Mississippi state, but obviously lost out to Will Rogers. But I think now that he looks at this and he's back in Texas and I think he just feels like I've got a shot here. And, you know, this is a matter of, I think if you're Blake Shapin, to be honest with you, Matt, you should look at this and say, this better and should make me a better quarterback. Because if you're pushed, it should bring out the best in your ability. And I think that's what, if yeah. anything, that's what the, that's what the Baylor coaching well, staff is it's, hoping for. It's better than, than like Grayson McCall or bringing in Hartman or like one of these like top line. I'm not saying they were going to get one of those guys, but if you, right. if you bring in somebody of that caliber, you got to be thinking, oh, my gosh, they're bringing in somebody to replace me instead of compete with me. And so I think the competition can be there. Kevin Longquist joining the Matt Mosley Show, ESP in Central Texas. Take us back to his recruiting. I'm sure you went back over your notes and were kind of looking and and, uh, and some of the different recruiting services. You obviously, Rivals.com. He was a well-thought-of quarterback back in the day the 2021 class is that right uh yes Mm -hmm. okay um what are we talking about like put it in context of like kind of where novasad was probably not ranked quite that high back in 2021 but uh but certainly a a highly respected prospect coming out of lubbock coronado Sure. He was uh, Rivals 206, because I looked at this, uh, obviously, when things started to heat up between him and Baylor. He was Rivals 206, and he had such good offers from Florida State, Arkansas, USC. So it was a case where he was getting he was getting pretty solid attention there. 
I think the reason why Mississippi State was always the leader for him at that time was because he obviously grew up in Lubbock. He was around Mike Leach's program, and he said at the time, and even reiterated it to me when I talked to him this morning, was I really wanted to play for Coach Leach, and that was all I thought about. So he was basically going to follow him to wherever Mike was going at the time. And I I think from the standpoint, you know, here's the interesting thing, Matt. Look at it this way. You have a quarterback in Sawyer Robertson who doesn't have a lot of miles on the tire versus a guy like Austin Novosad who was ranked higher, I mean, because I think Austin was 86 before he obviously signed with Oregon. But you have a guy in Robertson who's basically the same kind of quarterback, you know, very talented, that sort of thing. But he's already got a P5 body, you know, gone through a Division I strength and conditioning program at a P5 school, Southeastern Conference School. Whereas Novosad probably is going to walk into Oregon this coming in the next week or so and have to go through that development process from transforming his body. Whereas Baylor's got somebody who's already pretty much ready to go from that standpoint. So he can just hit the ground running. So maybe there is a benefit in that trade-off the way this whole thing developed. All right, Aaron, get that him saying that he has a P5 body. For some reason, I kind of like hearing Lunk was saying that. I'd like to, I'd like <laughs> you to repeat would use that. You would as a sound bite, wouldn't you? So. <laughs> Kevin Lunk was – so is he kind of rangy? I mean, it seems like he's tall, angular. I, I'm just trying to remember if he can move. He's more of a pocket passer type when we kind of we're, – we're looking back at the notes and kind of what the Mississippi State folks – thought about him and everything doesn't he have doesn't he have pretty good um, pretty good height and all that yeah six three uh well no i'm sorry six two two oh three so i mean I, I think that's a pretty good size there i don't know if you would consider him more of a dual threat versus a pure pocket passer type of guy but a guy that could probably be a mixture of both maybe molded in that blake shape and type of thing where but i think maybe a little bit more mobile than blake or willing to run if necessary um if the situation presents itself i think you could look at it that way a uh, big arm makes all the throws. Of course, now we got to see it once, you know, you get past spring, and if there's an absolute, you know, Donnybrook, if you will, for the uh, for the starting job. Because my personal opinion is on this, and this is January, and the season doesn't start until Labor Day weekend, of course. But my personal opinion is is that I think we're not going to have a starting quarterback for this program until late in fall, fall camp. So that's yeah. August. I really don't. Don't you want to give Schaefer a chance to transfer? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's the reason why they don't. But, you know, the other, thing, the, other thing, the other thing, too, though, is, Matt, is that I don't know if they're done looking for another quarterback here. Um, I think you're right but, about that. Like maybe an older guy that's been around. Uh, it, yeah, I think you're right. You need somebody else for the, for the quarterback room, don't you? Right. I mean, because they went through the 2022 season in very unusual circumstances. I mean, there's a guy with, with two scholarship quarterbacks. That was Blake and that was uh, Kyron Drones. Now, there's a guy from Oregon State by the name of Tristan Gebbia who's out there, and they might be looking at him. And he's a guy that has – he's a grad transfer. Uh, he could – you know, he was actually – he actually played in Oregon State's Las Vegas Bowl game against Florida right before Christmas – and everyone thought that he was going to hang it up, that he was done. And then he decided that he wanted to give it one more year. And he has a grad transfer year available to him. The other thing about him, though, is that he does have an opportunity to get a medical red shirt because of this torn hamstring that he suffered in 2020. And he missed all of 2021 for this. So 
if he decides to apply for, you know, let's just say if he picks Baylor or wherever he goes, um, he could possibly have two years if he's granted a medical hardship. Wait, are you saying are yeah, you saying the Bears are in on this guy? I think they are. Yeah. Um, okay. And I think that, and I'm saying that I think that from the standpoint now, whether or not they're going to go get him or not or push him, I don't know. But I think what you need to look at here is that. Every standard college football program has three scholarship quarterbacks on their roster, and Baylor really needs to get back to three, no matter how it looks, because it creates better depth, it creates better options, it gives you different things to run on how you want to run your offense, that sort of thing. Boy, Kevin, this is good stuff. This is good insight. I like all this. There's a guy at South Florida I like, by the way, who has another year of eligibility left. Yeah, he also suffered a shoulder injury, too. (laughs) No, he's not going to – by the way, I did look at at that the other day just because I was checking up on Gary Bohannon, and uh, he's going to sit out the spring, but he should be good to go in the fall. So I I don't think he's going to transfer back into Baylor. But we always Mm -hmm. wish Gary the best. And they've got new facilities there and stuff, okay? Exciting times. They're they're at South Florida. All right, uh, uh, Kevin Longquist from Rivals.com here on the Matt Mosley Show, his favorite program to be on uh, on a a weekly basis. Now, Kevin, the – I mean, I trust that that's true. Kevin, let me ask you this. uh, (laughs) This Mike Smith Mm -hmm. from Liberty, okay, since we've talked, and then, of course, Jake Roberts coming in from north texas interesting prospects obviously uh they need to replace ben sims they've got a couple of candidates they got one guy hurt my guy and uh dabney and then of course kelsey did some really good things later in the season i kind of like him big old guy but tell me about jake roberts and then the linebacker uh mike smith well let's start with roberts uh good looking prospect he was down to arkansas uh, SMU and Baylor. He visited all three schools last week. Uh, he's from Norman, Oklahoma. And uh, I, and then I think after the Arkansas visit, it really came down to uh, SMU and Baylor. And I think the opportunity to how Titans really shine in Baylor's offense, probably one of the uh, tipping points as to why he picked Baylor. You know, he had good receiving numbers at North Texas. I think, you know, he, he averaged about, about 350 yards receiving but what I liked about his numbers is that he averaged 14 yards a catch, which is kind of unusual for tight ends to average that much. But that kind of showed you what North Texas, how they wanted to use their tight end. Now, the one thing what he will have to do is once he gets on campus, same thing, starting with the offseason, you know, next week when they, everybody returns is, you know, it's a different game at the G5 level than it is at the P5 level. So it's going to be about the speed, the physicality, and just getting your, you know, getting yourself worked into that position. Uh, I think he is a Ben Sims type of guy that can that can block on the edge if you need him to, or if you or if you can send him out on seam routes, that sort of thing. Uh, as far as Mike Smith is concerned, I believe he has one year of eligibility left, and of course with the coaching change at Liberty when Hughes Freeze went to uh, Auburn and then Jeremy Chadwell came from Coastal Carolina to Liberty, uh, that caused a lot of a lot of Liberty play, defensive players went into the portal. By the way, and Smith is a guy that spent his first couple of years in college at a junior college, had about 160 tackles in his two years playing there, led Liberty in tackles last year with about 85 and had 10 of them for losses. I could see him being that Dylan Doyle replacement. He's not, he's not tall, tall, but he's, he's a wide body enough so that I think that he would be considered, or even Ooh. if you put him on the outside, that's fine too. That, as you and I both know, Matt, they really need some experience 
in the linebacker court because of what they lost, and they have so many pups on the roster that just haven't had a lot of experience. All right, and then Isaiah Dunson comes in as a cornerback. I like on these committed, when they put these uh, graphics up, they always put them in number seven, leading me Mm -hmm. to think, wait, is that Bryson Jackson? Who is that? (laughs) (laughs) uh, Maybe they're giving them numerically so you can keep track of the number of uh, transfer portal guys that have come through, so I don't know. Exactly. Which is what now? What are they up to? Like eight or eight or nine now? Yeah. I mean, this is uh, this is by far the most active that Baylor's ever been in the portal era. Yeah. You were even saying you were joking that they were doing some trades with Arkansas, the wide receiver (laughs) for for two cornerbacks. I mean, it felt like that, didn't it? When it was, uh, (laughs) yeah, Keyshawn Jackson coming this way. And then you got Stax Johnson and, uh, Al Walcott going up to Fayetteville. That was kind of random how that all kind of worked out. Hey, do they call that the hill like in Fayetteville? I've never heard it called that. I've heard it called the hills, but I mean, I mean, for as long as I've been connected to that area up there, I've never heard it called that. But Maybe I'm in the dark somewhere. Well, you sent a kid there, didn't you? As far as I know, yes. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> you would have heard of the hill. Yeah, uh, I, yeah. I don't I, she never, she never said that to me. She never okay. called it that. And so, okay. Now, uh, men's and women's basketball. Men, uh, West Virginia, boy, battle of the uh, desperate teams. 0-3. Certainly, you know, if they could right the ship, either one of these teams could get back in the conversation and, 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 and certainly would have NCAA tournament hopes um, uh, uh, still alive. If they, if, all you really need to do in this conference is – at least go around 500, and you're going to be yeah. in the uh, NCAA tournament. So I, I, 0 and 3 is not the death sentence that it feels like, but for Baylor, it just feels so crazy. Back to back conference champs to to start this thing 0 and 3. Uh, this is not an easy place t- to go get this first win in Morgantown, Kevin. That, that was really weird the other night. I mean, first of all, uh, Cryer. I, I just couldn't figure out what was going on with him. He he was not part of the offense at all, and he's such a great shooter. That was weird. I think he only had like four or five points in that game. And then, quite honestly, in the OT, when they were down by one, I don't know what was going on. I, I, I looked at that thing again last night, and I'm thinking, How, you're down a point. You, you don't – you don't wait. You don't. You don't treat it like the end of a half or the or a tie game. You're down a point. You got to go. You got to go. Mm-hmm. Try to get something going at the rim or 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 score a bucket. You you. But you don't. You don't like wait till there's like five seconds left. I I don't. I don't quite understand what was happening in that sequence. Quite, quite honestly, now. Be, yeah. Yeah, I was just going to say there seems to be an issue here, Matt, in late game situations where whether it's the opposing team defending Baylor or if it's just Baylor not running the offense, but let's face it, Jalen Bridges versus TCU and Caleb Lohner against Kansas state are not the guys you want taking the shots at the end of games to either win it or tie it or whatever. Okay. That's just, it's not going to, it's not, you've got to get it into your best player's hands. And whether that's Adam Flagler or Keontae George, or, or if you're comfortable with LJ Cryer, even though I think he's still in a fog uh, coming off the, the, uh, concussion protocol but I think the, the one thing about this is that there's just so many little things with Baylor's team that just aren't functioning right they're not playing great transition defense they're not playing great defense at all they're turning it over way too much 
And there's just not great communication there. And as we've seen it, Matt, we talked about this pretty much from the opener opening game of the season was they're not getting enough. They're not getting enough productivity down court. Now there's a lot of rumors that, you know, Jonathan Chamo Chatua could be back or whatever. And if he does, that's great. But you know what? Somebody mentioned this to me today is that Baylor is missing the guy like a Mark Vidal, the guy that does the dirty work in there, you know, the scrambles for the loose ball. Well, that's loner. That's got to be loner. And I don't, I don't, but it's not him. Okay. I mean, Uh... if you think it's him, I I respectfully speaking, I don't think it's him. So if it's, so if we agree on that, then who is it? Well, you're going to have to start playing. Langston Love is getting better, and he does give you offense. And so I, I, I looked, and he was averaging like 16 minutes a game. You're going to have to go small more. Uh, you're right. Cryer, something was weird the other night. He, I, I just don't – to your point, with six seconds left, yeah, I mean, that, that was – I don't know what was going on. I mean, that see that the the shot you're talking about from Loner. Well, there were only yeah. four or five seconds left, and they had to get the length of the court. I'm talking about the previous possession well, no, when they I lost the ball with six seconds left. I don't understand. Flagler did have the ball, and I got no problem with the ball in Flagler's hands. But you can't let it get to six seconds. You're down one point. I mean, I had to go back because I, I, I was at a problem. Is, but if you watch college basketball. Every time, or just, or it feels like just about every time that we get in these late game situations or late clock situations, and it doesn't matter if it's Baylor or anybody else, and I get so darn frustrated by watching this because these guys start the play way too late. They start it with six when you need to start it with eight, and when, because if you miss, you allow yourself <sighs> a second shot, and that's what causes a yeah. majority of these plays to fail. But you you have to you have to know situational basketball. I, I'm I totally with you. I'm t- I no no no. I'm with you. I'm with you on on three point shots and all that. I get it. I mean it it it, it drives me nuts on some of that. But the other night you're in a game and you're down one, and you didn't understand the situation of the game. You don't mm-hmm. wait. You've got to go. I don't even care mm-hmm. if you shoot a three, but you shoot the three with, th- with like 25 seconds left if you have an open three. You don't wait till six seconds and then try to go get something. It didn't make any sense to me. And, and, right. and you've got to call. You've gotta, if, if you're not getting what you want, you've got you to gotta call a timeout. You've got to call a timeout in half court. And I don't know. I'd have to look back and see, make sure they had a timeout. Here's the thing about tonight. Okay, now they've had some success up in uh, Morgantown in recent years. But you know, remember they won when they won their conference title for the first time in what was it, seventy some odd years when they won it. That was they won it in Morgantown that year. Um, but I'll say this: if they win or lose tonight, I don't think the goal right now, until it becomes realistic, is to push for the Big Twelve championship. They got to get to one and three, and then they got to get to two and three, and then they got to get to three and three. You know, kind of chip their way back. And just trying, but to your point earlier about trying to maybe get to around 500 to be an NCAA tournament consideration. If they lose tonight, then for for me, all intents and purposes, the Big 12 title hopes are out the window. So I think this is a must win if they still feel like they got a shot to try and compete for it. Yeah. Well, you remember the women lost first couple of games last year and then got on a big roll and ended up winning the. uh the conference title. So um, maybe the men can do something like that. I trust in Scott. I trust in this staff. And uh, But, boy, it's, it, it's just a weird look right now, isn't it? Because it happened the other yeah. night against Tang. Tang's on a roll. They won again last night. He's the number 11 team in the country. And, and he was with this program for 19 years. So you can't right. help but go, 
all right, what's going on here? Um, and 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 you got to be happy for him in a lot of ways, but also you got to think, okay, did, did how much did they lose in that? And those questions, I think, naturally come up. All right, uh, it is uh, it is good to visit with you, Kevin. I mean, what a segment. We we covered a lot of ground. I think the ratings, uh, the overnights are going to look good on that segment. I appreciate you uh, spending the Worth time the price with us. Of eggs, Matt. Worth the price of eggs. I thought you were going to ask me about the Vikings and the Giants this weekend, but never mind. We can get to that next week. So I don't even. I mean, honestly, that's that's kind of that's not even the undercard. That's like... <laughs> <laughs> always, always a pleasure, Matt. Take care. Okay. All right. All right. There he goes, Kevin. Longquist from Rivals.com. Just a wealth of information today. Quarterback. Aaron, you get excited thinking, I mean, he's got the Oregon State. They're looking at that quarterback. He's been good for the Beavers. You know, that's not, that hadn't been a bad program last year or so. They kind of hang in there and fight you a little bit. I kind of like that program. Aaron, don't they have somebody? <laughs> I'm about to start making stuff up, but. They have some coach I kind of like. I feel like his name is Jonathan something. All right, Aaron, let's do some Campus Confidential. What does Aaron have in store for us? And then, uh, and then again, we're getting you ready. We got an early Baylor game tonight. Baylor versus at West Virginia. And Pat and John will get going at 530 this evening. All of that's coming up next. Recently on Game Time, the voice of Baylor women's basketball, Derek Smith, joins us. You know, obviously we all know how good the men's side of the ledger is in the Big 12 and how tough it is. And, and, and the women are have become like that, too. There's four ranked teams. There's really no pushovers in the league. For the Bears to have won two road games already against top 25 teams, the caveat is it's just January. But you even think about putting yourselves in position to win the Big 12. That's a fantastic start. Game Time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Do you know that during this time of year, blood donations are at their lowest? You can help. In just one hour, you can donate blood with Carter Blood Care to help local patients in need. Donate blood, save lives. Visit carterbloodcare.org or call 800-366-2834. I'm Kyle Tomlinson, General Manager of Jeff Hunter Toyota. We offer a full selection of new and pre-owned vehicles. Stop by and see me or any of our team members for a great car at a fair price. Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality, Waco values. Hi, my name is Amanda Cunningham. I am a local realtor that has a passion for people. I've helped clients buy and sell over 80 homes in 2019 and would love to help you buy or sell that perfect home. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home, but helping you get your home buyer ready is key. I have a team of people around me that make what I do each day possible. If you are searching for that perfect home, your experience should be pleasant and stress-free. Call me today. I want to meet you. 254-495-0338. Google Amanda Cunningham Realtor with Colwell Banker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. Do you have pain or sports injuries that are keeping you on the sidelines? Start a conversation with a specialist at Ascension Medical Group, Providence Orthopedics, and Sports Medicine. Tell us about your activities and your history of pain or a recent injury so together we can create the best care plan for you. We are here with minimally invasive to advanced surgery options, as well as physical therapy, and we treat both kids and adults. Schedule with our specialists today at ascension.org slash Texas Ortho. 
Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has been the number one provider of structural pipe, ranging from one half inch to 24 inch in diameter. They can handle all your fencing needs. They also carry square tubing from one half inch to six inches for weekend warrior projects, such as deer stands and ornamental iron jobs. If you need purlin, tubing, beams, weld plates, H-braces, fence posts, culverts, or metal building supplies, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has the largest inventory of those products in Central Texas. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan and at pioneerboys.com. Howdy, Chet Garner here, professional guide, searching for bears in the wild. But not just any bears, oh no, a particular kind. With hundreds of thousands roaming freely in the wild, yet still hard to spot, unless you know the signs. There they are, Baylor Bears. If you're a bear enthusiast or even a bear yourself, join me and let's find some bears in the wild. Join the expedition at baylor.edu slash alumni. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Lynch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Jerry Jones said on his weekly radio show yesterday the Cowboys game versus Tampa Bay has no impact if Mike McCarthy will return as the Cowboys head coach. Cowboys are on the road Monday night in the wild card round with a two and a half point favorite. Baylor adds a quarterback to the room in the form of transport portal. Mississippi State's Sawyer Robinson from Lubbock Coronado has committed to the Bears. Mavericks lost to the Clippers last night 113 to 101. Mavs have the night off before facing the Lakers tomorrow night. Carlos Correa deal with the Twins is complete after passing the physical. The shortstop will have a six-year, $200 million deal with the Twins. Baylor basketball tonight in West Virginia. Tip is at 6 o'clock, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Baylor women return to the Farrell Center tonight to host Oklahoma State, trying to stay undefeated in the Big 12. Tip is at 7 o'clock, and you can hear that game on 104.9 FM. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. Oh, it is Matt Mosley. And we got Baylor basketball coming up tonight. And uh, you can hear the men right here on ESPN Central Texas, tip at 6, pregame at 5.30. We will step aside for the pregame. And Aaron, is there any chance that Pat... John would want me to stay on, you think, for the five thirty? I don't know. I don't know. No, I guess I could always give them that option. But um, yeah, I would we text finish? him. Okay, I'll text John see if he's up for that. I mean, there's some insight. There's some things I could share. I think they would. I think they would really enjoy me questioning. I mean, Aaron, that final play the other night, or the the not the very final play, but in OT. You're down one. You don't wait till six seconds to try to get something going. It doesn't like I still I can watch that over and over, and it just doesn't compute with me. You're down one. You don't you don't wait. You don't you know like, oh we're gonna get the final shot. I mean yeah if it's tied you don't wait till six seconds. I mean it does. Oh my goodness I just don't don't quite get it. Okay and that one's frustrating me. The more I looked at it, and um, good news is Bridges put that game into OT. Shots are starting to fall just a little bit. Uh, I know he had another one that he tried in the OT that didn't work out, but uh, but I, I got no issue with there. Bridges is he's trying his best, and you know he and they keep saying on the broadcast, whoever that was the other night, Aaron's like he he was great last year. 
He shot the ball so well at West Virginia. No, he didn't. I, I don't. I don't understand that. Like, do they? Do they? Do the broadcasters think we like can't look stuff up? Like, I don't think he was a great shooter at West Virginia last year. I think he shot around thirty percent. So, I mean, don't come in there saying stuff that's not accurate. My goodness. All right, it's Matt Mosley's show. Uh, it is time for Campus Confidential. Aaron, let me start us off today with something that just happened in the past few minutes. LSU, LSU, Aaron. Walker Howard. I, th- I find that guy very interesting. Walker Howard se- um, seemed poised to take over eventually after signing as the number five quarterback in the 2022 class. He has entered the transfer portal. Aaron, he just I know maybe that's because you know they got that uh, they got Daniels head up Jaden Daniels they got Garrett Nussmeyer, Ricky Collins is also on that roster and um, 2024 four star Colin Hurley will be on the way in future years but Aaron that's a big time quarterback at, at LSU Aaron who what's the guy's name that used to coach at LSU? Before Brian Kelly? No, I'm just thinking about a man named Miranda. Oh, <laughs> uh, I was, could, I, could I see we, where you're going. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Could could the uh, could the Bears take a peek at Walker Howard? I like this. I like Walker Howard. Okay. I you know when you need a quarterback, Aaron. Like it's funny how the portal. It's kind of like when. When K-State, you remember that when all these teams like LSU and some of these others were getting people in the portal? And then you'd be like, oh, my gosh, Kansas State got this guy from LSU. Remember that, Aaron? And we'd look it up, and he he, he averaged 2.3 points per game at LSU. Right. It's like, okay, okay, let's not get carried away here. Although, boy, we can't laugh at K-State, can we? Aaron, what are they now, 4-0 and or 3-0? and 4-0? Orno, yeah, after winning last Goodness night. Goodness gracious. What a team. I mean, it, it, will will our man ever, will Jerome Tang ever lose a conference game? <laughs> this is remarkable. All right, Aaron, what do you have on your agenda today, campus confidential-wise? Baylor football with a big commitment through the transfer portal last night. Sawyer Robertson, former Mississippi State quarterback, announced his commitment to Baylor. He's a Four-star prospect from Lubbock Coronado in the 2021 class. He was rated the number nine quarterback in the country, number 206 overall, uh, and uh, the 31st best prospect in the state by rivals coming out of high school at, at Lubbock Coronado. So he joins a depleted Baylor Quarterback room after the decommitment of Austin Novoside on signing day and Kyron Drones transferring to Virginia Tech. So good news as far as quarterback for the Bears. I like it. Sawyer Robertson. And I like who he picked the Bears over. TCU, I know you played for a national title, but I'm going to go compete for a starting job with the Bears. And maybe he did think he had a better shot at – at winning this job than against Chandler Morris. And what I hope is, hey, leave this thing. I'm kind of with Kevin. Let this thing, if if you don't know at the end of the spring, let it go into the fall. Let it go into the fall, all right? That was a very nice thing they did with Gary Bohannon. Gary, we're going to give this a shaping. And Gary went off into the night. 
boy, if, if Gary had a hung around like Duggan did, there might have been a point this year with the way things were going. They said, Gary, get back in there. But uh, Gary was off and running, and he went off to South Florida, won the starting job there, and the rest is history. Sadly, he got hurt is what happened. Aaron, I just I wish I didn't do this. For the most part, especially with my tweets, I just don't care, honestly, about I – mean, I love our, our people – like on our text line, our CNC Collision text line, I love hearing from them. But like when I tweet something, I don't, I really don't scroll through there. Oh, did somebody not like it? Or is somebody mad at me? I really don't care. But I do, when somebody puts out like this thing on the Walker Howard transfer to LSU, I just like to see what the LSU fans are going to say. <laughs> it just immediately aired, it's like, don't let the door hit you and your dad's rear on the way out. Oh, people LSU, get... LSU is bigger than one, you know, it's like, oh, my gosh, this kid's, what, 18 years old. He, he Maybe he just didn't, the landscape, and maybe he thought he was going to have a chance at it, but for whatever reason, he decides to go. The mature thing to do is to go. Now, I get it. I mean, like, you think I was happy with a Novosad family? You think I hadn't wanted to make fun of them? I mean, it, it's we all have that in us, the the you know angry when something like that happens. But man, that LSU, that SEC, that's a different level of being upset. And um, I mean, sometimes you just got to go. Congrats, you know, or, or 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 wish them the best on their on their way out the door. Aaron, that's a big time guy though. That Walker Howard. Very interested in that. Also interested, Aaron, in this Oregon State guy, that uh, the quarterback that Kevin Longquist was talking about. Pretty good quarterback in Oregon State. And I believe, I will have to get confirmation, but I believe he may have visited along with Robertson in the last week. Ooh. Oh, one of the visitors. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. And uh, uh, another quick uh, note on uh, Sawyer Robertson. This is from... uh, Jackson Posey tweeted this out. Uh, Sorry, Robertson is the second highest ranked, as far as recruiting rankings, is the second highest ranked Baylor quarterback ever behind only Jared Stidham, and he would be the eighth highest rated recruit in the history of the program, uh, regardless of position, between Corey Coleman and Andrew Billings. So he was really, really, we talked about the video game numbers he put up in El Paso Coronado. He was really, really highly recruited out of high school with offers from pretty much every big program in the country. Yeah. Well, and I think we have to quantify that in program history, Aaron, by remembering that some of this is a new phenomenon with all the five-star and four-star. Because I think back on Odell James. I know it didn't work out for Odell, but he was a monstrous prospect. Anthony Ray back in the day, Gerard Douglas – uh, Baylor has had some mo- just unbelievable blue chippers. Oh, that's what they used to call them, Aaron. You remember that blue chippers? Yes. <laughs> and uh, and that back in the well, back in the SWC days, and then I mean, when Odell showed up on the scene, that was a huge battle with Nebraska. And I want to say maybe we had former Nebraska quarterback on staff then or something. I'm just trying to think. Tommy Frazier. The famous Nebraska quarterback did end up on the Baylor staff at one point. But, uh, but yeah, they got Odell James, and that was a huge recruiting win. Golly, some of the great 
names from the past that uh, Baylor did win out on. And then, of course, players that weren't even that highly rated that ended up becoming the greatest Baylor players of all time. I think of uh, Jalen Petrie. I think of Singletary. I think of McElroy. Well, I'd be lying if I as, if I could tell you where McElroy, you know, what all options he had. We ought to get Van on sometime. Golly, hadn't talked to him in a while. What a great, what a great player for the Bears. Aaron, do you have anything else you wanted to share with us? Uh, quickly, the NCAA Division Council is turning volunteer coaching roles uh, across college baseball and softball into full-time positions, according to a report from D1 Baseball. Coaches across the two sports have long advocated for the team. For the change, teams are currently allowed three full-time coaches, typically head coach, pitching coach, and hitting coach, while having a fourth volunteer assistant. Starting July 1st, that volunteer assistant on staffs across the country will turn into a paid coaching position with no recruiting limitations. Do you think Mitch knows what to do with himself with all these staff members? Well, and considering <laughs> considering who has that job for Baylor, he has to be really, really excited about this. I would assume that both coaches are. Yeah, yeah, that is uh, that is really interesting. Okay, wait, did you say baseball? And when you said both coaches, did you say baseball and softball? Baseball and this softball. Is happening? Yes. Oh, so Glenn and Mitch, both. I mean, they're not going to know what to do with all these coaches. <laughs> Golly, that's going to be amazing. I heard some event the other day. Uh, Tom was doing like a, a promo. I think it had to do with the Waco Chamber, uh, Chamber of Commerce. First pitch luncheon, really, yeah. Boy, I'm liking that. That first pitch luncheon. Man, you talk about me. I'm going to crash that party for sure. I was at a, a, a deal for Baylor softball recently, like dinner on the diamond. Or Remember that, Aaron? There was like a. It was like, a, uh, man, they just had the, the thing right out there on the on the softball. I mean, that, that was really, really cool. And so that, that's a this this I think Sean Tollison's going to be there. Some of the people they mentioned really big time folks. So I think people will definitely want to sign up for that. It is the Matt Mosley show. That was Campus Confidential. Thank you, Aaron. Uh, excellent stuff there. And now we'll get into the five o'clock hour. We've got Baylor basketball coming up, and then I want to get you caught up next, though, on the latest with the Cowboys and the Buccaneers. Is this truly a referendum on Dak and his legacy as he gets ready to play against Tom Brady? We discuss next. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. Hey everyone, with the Cowboys Playoff Report, I'm Christy Scales. As the defense installs the game plan for Monday night's wildcard playoff game at Tampa, defensive coordinator Dan Quinn tells you why Bucks QB Tom Brady makes his job even harder. You'll hear from Coach Quinn right after this. Dak Prescott and your Dallas Cowboys are headed to Tampa to take on Tom Brady and the Buccaneers in the wildcard round of the NFL playoffs. Hey! Come out to Miller Lighthouse at AT&T Stadium for a free wild card watch party on Monday. Cheer on the boys alongside the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders and Rowdy while enjoying $5 Miller Lights, lawn games, food trucks, and more. For more info, visit DallasCowboys.com slash playoffs. What does it mean to be a part of Cowboys Nation? At Reliant, it means powering the home of the Dallas Cowboys and homes of Cowboys fans across Texas and helping out when needed most. As an electricity provider, it's our commitment to every customer and their family. And it's as strong as our Texas roots. 
It's our promise today and for generations to come. Reliant, proud to be the official energy provider of the Dallas Cowboys. PUCT number 10007. Today, the Cowboys defense installs the game plan for Monday night's wildcard game at Tampa. Because Tom Brady is the Bucks QB, Cowboy defensive coordinator Dan Quinn says the defense will have to make adjustments on the fly, even in the middle of a play. This is a quarterback who's uh, just so mentally quick and has seen so many things to deliver the ball to the right spot at the right person to go, you know, arsenal of guys to use. So um, we'll have to be at our best. You know, it's going to take our A game. We'll help, you know, certainly try to make some decisions post-snap as opposed to pre-snap because um, I don't know if there's anybody that's ever done it better. The physical skill set's one thing, but when you add the mental component to that, that's what makes the really elite competitors. Cowboys Bucks kickoff Monday night is 7:15 Central. That's today's Cowboys playoff report. I'm Christy Scales. Cowboy Report brought to you by Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac. Cars and trucks are arriving weekly. Highway 6 at the Imperial Exit in Waco and at richardcar.com. Tune in to Dallas Cowboys football on your home for America's team, ESPN Central Texas. Does the thought of mice, rats, or other rodents taking up residence in your walls or attic make you feel uncomfortable? Once inside, these unwanted critters can cause thousands of dollars in damage to your home. The experts at 855-BUGS can identify points of entry and eliminate them. We use a variety of methods to keep rodents out. Be proactive, not reactive. Let 855-BUGS ensure your home is protected with a free inspection and comprehensive treatment plan. Visit 855-BUGS.com now to schedule your free inspection. Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. Sometimes we say that a person has a wealth of experience. I'm Joe Kaleo of the Kaleo Wealth Management Group. Accumulating wealth is like gaining experience. Both demand hard work. If you'd like to grow your hard-earned wealth, let me put more than 25 years of experience to work for you. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. Howdy, Chet Garner here, professional guide, searching, for bears in the wild. But not just any bears, oh no, a particular kind. With hundreds of thousands roaming freely in the wild, yet still hard to spot, unless you know the signs. There they are, Baylor bears. If you're a bear enthusiast or even a bear yourself, join me and let's find some bears in the wild. Join the expedition at baylor.edu slash alumni. The flagship station for Baylor basketball is ESPN Central Texas. Do you know that this time of year, blood donations are at their lowest? But there's good news. You can help. In just one hour, you can donate blood with Carter Blood Care for local hospital patients who need life-saving transfusions. So do what I do. Take a break, donate blood, and save lives. Schedule your appointment today at carterbloodcare.org. That's carterbloodcare.org. Or call 800-366-2834 for more info. And help save a life with Carter Blood Care. 
Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. A combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders at their Town West or Downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. Hey guys, it's Jana with Advanced House Leveling and We're Foundation Repair. We're probably not going to be able to do that last commercial on the air. No, I got in trouble. You are inappropriate. I didn't mean to. I know you're accidentally inappropriate. Well, it's, I was born this way. Yeah. Who's that girl that sings that? I have no idea. Okay, anyway. Y'all call us and remind me who sung that song, Born This Way. Born it. Anyway, why are we here? To tell people that we would be happy to come give them a free inspection for foundation repair. But it's cold. Yes. So I have to be happy in the cold? No, you don't have Fix to. Fixitjimmy.com. Just call us. She'll make me show up. I'll wear my polar bear suit. 254-235-4922. So many chores and so little time. If you feel this way too, WC Tractor is here to help. We've bundled up the most popular new Kubota tractors with the most popular implements and created ready-to-go Kubota packages for your convenience. Stop by any of our Kubota locations and take a test ride in our new affordable Kubota L3302, neatly packaged with a loader, cutter, box blade, and trailer. Think of all the tasks you can conquer with a new Kubota tractor package. Come by or visit us online at wctractor.com. From the Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Ascension Providence, Myatt Fuels, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, Versalift Southwest Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, here's Matt Mosley. It is Matt Mosley, and uh, we will get you ready the uh, pregame Baylor versus West Virginia uh, the men in Morgantown tonight. Uh, the tip with the women is at seven o'clock, six thirty uh, pregame. Aaron, is that one hundred four nine? Yes. All right, one hundred four nine is where you can hear Derek and Sophia call uh, call that. Now um, I'm looking, Aaron, at uh, some of these the coaches when they rank the teams, and we now have you brought up. Uh, Coach Saban earlier today, and, and he had Alabama uh, second. Did you happen to see where the UTEP coach, I don't know if he has a beef with Sonny or what, the uh, Dana Dimmel, is that right, D-I-M-E-L? He's Former been out Houston there. coach, yeah. Doing okay. Dana's doing fine. Um, at UTEP, you know, he's got – they're kind of respectable these days. Georgia – one, Alabama, two, Michigan, three, Ohio State, four, Tennessee, five, Utah, six, Penn State, seven, USC, eight. Aaron, who have I not mentioned? Wow, that's just, that's ridiculous. It's petty and mean it and and bad and and bad for the state and everything, and uh, 
Yeah, I got, he's got the Horn Frogs ninth. Okay, they lose in the national title game. And Dana Dimble, I mean, something, honestly, he should lose, and maybe he's trying to lose his vote. But you should lose your vote. You should lose your vote. I mean, this sounds like some kind of petty something he has, and who knows? Maybe we could look on that roster. Maybe they grab somebody at the portal out of UTEP or something. But that is weirdness. Now, Aaron, some other hate. Rhett Lashley, SMU coach, Georgia 1, Ohio State 2, Alabama 3, TCU 4th. All right, Rhett. I mean, I Sonny hired you. And and had you at SMU, and the reason you got that Miami job was because you're working at SMU, and then you get the head coaching job at SMU, and you just turn on Sonny like that. That is so uncool. SMU, and I get the rivalry and all of that, but Rhett Lashley, head coach at SMU, puts the Frogs fourth. Most everybody, I mean, again, there's a few Ohio states. There's obviously Saban has Alabama second and maybe a couple others. But, but that's that's so uncool to do that. I mean, Aaron, do you like Rhett Lashley? Is that you I guess you gotta appeal to your fan base, but when they use these things to almost do a bit, I mean they should really use their lose their vote. Now who else had TCU out of second? Well, Brent Pry, Virginia Tech coach, had him there. Greg Schiano also had TCU fourth. Greg Schiano, the coach at Rutgers. Marcus Freeman, Notre Dame coach, had TCU fifth. I mean, very uncool. I mean, I'm no frog lover, but this is this is very uncool. Uh, TCU third by Joe Moorhead. Aaron, he used to be Mississippi State head coach. What does the A stand for for Joe Moorhead? Akron, maybe? Sean Lewis number uh, has TCU at fourth. He's the head coach of, I'm looking at the deal, maybe Kent State. It's a K. All right, for some reason, they've all turned on poor old TCU. All right, there it is, looking at some of these things. Now, Aaron, the uh, Cowboys uh, Cowboys have a, a huge game coming up Monday. In fact, we'll probably have somebody do the show from Tampa on Monday. We may have, I don't know if we'll have Warder check in or we'll go with like John Machoda or Clarence E. Hill or somebody like that. But they'll be there. And, um, and, the, and the Cowboys' future hangs in the balance. If they win this one and get to the divisional round, then I think we all have to say, okay, Cowboys have a shot because then the Cowboys will be one step away from the NFC title game. And I think, I think there would be a ton. You could renew all the excitement. But coming off that the loss and the way – Dak played the other day. There's a lot of skepticism, and I think it's healthy skepticism. I think the way he's playing and those pick sixes, I think it's uh, I think it's embarrassing, some of that stuff that he's done. Now, does that mean he's a bad quarterback? No, no. And I don't think it's completely fair 
to, uh, you know, start denigrating him and say this or that. But this is something that came up this morning on First Take. Or what, what is that? Aaron, is that right? Is that that show, First Take, whatever gr- the one Greenberg does? And you'll hear from former Dallas Cowboy Chris Canty, who went on to play with the New York Giants. And he has, I think, a fair argument about Dak and, and about this game sort of basically sort of placing him where he is in the hierarchy of, uh, of NFL quarterbacks. And what's interesting is, and what you can't quite see, is Damian Woody, and you'll hear it. I'm going to let you hear from Canty, and then you'll hear the discussion, and then they give it back to Canty. But basically what you can't see is Damian Woody looking at the camera like, did you just say that? Did you just say that? Let's hear what Chris Canty says about Dak Prescott. This is a critical moment for Dak Prescott in his career. I don't think this is a referendum on whether or not he's a good quarterback, but this is a career-defining moment for Dak Prescott. Is he going to ascend to the level of Jalen Hurts or Josh Allen or Pat Mahomes or those guys, or is he going to go the way of Kirk Cousins? And it is a referendum. That's that's the question that we have to figure out. Why why does that face? Did he say ascend to the level of Jalen Hurts? He did. did. Well, (laughs) show the party over. Why are you getting up? Because that's that's (laughs) a lot to handle. I just need to let me let me let me just sit with it. Give me some space here. (laughs) I mean, ascend to the Jalen Hurts level? Look, I think. Woo! (laughs) This show is we. It's this show is popping this morning. I swear to God. Here's what I say. I will give the floor to my esteemed colleague over here from the great state of Virginia. Because before the season started, if you had said Dak needs to ascend to the level of Jalen Hurts, it would have sounded ridiculous. Right now, Jalen Hurts is a legitimate MVP candidate. Yeah. Dak led the league in interceptions. I can't disagree with what you're saying, Canty. No, I mean, Jalen Hurts was in the MVP conversation before he got hurt in Chicago. Yeah. Jalen Hurts is the best quarterback in that division. That's a problem when Jerry Jones is paying a quarterback $40 million. The Dallas Cowboys, since the last three years, have been able to say we have the best quarterback in the division. That's took, not the case anymore. Took okay, so- I don't think he's wrong. I mean, Jalen Hurts has had a better season. Now, if you want to argue the body of work, you know, Dak has done it for longer. The numbers probably are in Dak's favor. But right now, Jalen Hurts, I mean, he is a legit MVP candidate. You can't have a team like the Eagles, number one team, number one seed. You can't have something like that. Uh, in not credit, I mean, Hertz has had a, a huge, an enormous impact on that. Has ended up being a great pick, a great draft pick. I mean, it's just, I mean, think about how his college career ended. I mean, it just, you know, he, he gets beat out by Tua. He has to leave Alabama. So I, I, don't, I don't totally think it's as wild as what Damian Woody, former Offensive line wait, was Woody an offensive lineman or defensive lineman? Anyway, Woody was with the Chiefs, as I recall, and he's a big old huge man. And I kind of always liked him and get a kick out of him. He played guard back in the day. Anyway, he he was just incredulous that Canty would suggest that Dak had to ascend to the level of Jalen Hurts. Well, he's not he's not anywhere close to Hurts right now. 
as far as how he's playing. Now, could he change the way? I mean, think about how often, Aaron, we have these legacy-type arguments. Like Tom Brady's legacy is secure. No matter what he does, he could go out there and just put a complete flop. Now, it's different for Rodgers. I mean, Rodgers, to me, every year we almost say, this is his legacy on the line. This is his, because he's been knocking on the door and he's played in so many NFC title games. And he's only won one Super Bowl. And you say, only one? I mean, we'd give any Dak, if he just got one Super Bowl, it would be the end of the world. There would be celebrations for many, many years to come. But Rodgers, by his own brilliance, has put himself in position time and time again. So it makes you kind of think, well, he's been a letdown. His career's been, well, he hasn't. It's been unbelievable. Same as Favre. Favre had a brilliant career. You say, well, but he only won the one Super Bowl. Yeah. I mean, what's funny is he and Rodgers have ended up having kind of similar careers, although I would argue that Rodgers, in the long run, will have had the best career of he and Favre. All right, it is time. The women, uh, the Baylor women, play Oklahoma State tonight, and I like I like this new Oklahoma State coach, but I love this Baylor team more, and they're on a roll right now. And so best of luck to them. And then you listen, uh, stay by the dial because 530, the pregame, and then Pat and John will have the Baylor game. Good night, everybody. We'll see you tomorrow at 4 o'clock. It's time now for the Baylor Sports Beat. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Everybody's time for a check of Baylor Athletics on the midweek Baylor Sports Beat from Morgantown, West Virginia, where tonight Baylor men's basketball takes on the Mountaineers. Also, the Baylor women at home in the Farrell Center hosting Oklahoma State. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Oh, her first word. Mama. Then, before I knew it. Mom! Soccer practice, art club, driver's ed, dating, graduation, five years of college. Mom, this is Ted. Wedding bells and suddenly... Life fast forwards. Keep up with Texas Farm Bureau insurance and protection that changes with your auto, home, and life needs. It's the right coverage for any moment. Because moments worth covering are never accidents. Get a free review of your current policy. Call 877-FARM-BUREAU. Discounts may vary by situation. The Big Finish sales event is happening now at Allen Samuels in Waco. Say big on Jeep models like the new 2023 two- or three-row Grand Cherokee Limited with total values up to $5,000, plus $500 bonus cash to first responders and no payments for 90 days. Jeep SUVs are known for their design and technology. The Grand Cherokee Owl even brings you extended seating with a third row. Find the Jeep that fits your family and wrap up some of the best deals of the year at Allen Samuels in Waco. Howdy, Chet Garner here, professional guy, searching for bears in the wild. But not just any bears, oh no, a particular kind. With hundreds of thousands roaming freely in the wild, yet still hard to spot unless you know the signs. There they are, Baylor Bears. If you're a bear enthusiast or even a bear yourself, join me and let's find some bears in the wild. Join the expedition at baylor.edu slash alumni. Now back to today's Baylor Sports Beat. Here again is the voice, John Morris. And welcome back from Morgantown, where tonight Baylor men's basketball looks for their 